0: I'm looking up all of the the current stats for this year, by the way. Stats. Yeah, just in case they're needed. Good stats? You know, to tell people to sign up. I love it. Statistics like how many spots are still open? Exactly. Sign up. Sign up now. We need more people to bring desserts. Only one person has signed up to bring a dessert. And we have plates and and plastic ware. I had multiple people try to sign up for that. That's so funny. Even though it's not on the response sheet. Is there an other? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's where they're putting it. Pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be under
2: dessert? <laughs>
1: Depends on the kind of pudding.
2: True. Because some English be, pudding is really yeah, not A savory dessert. pudding
1: of some kind. Oh, bring us a piggy oh, pudding. pudding! Oh, bring us a piggy pudding! Bring us a piggy pudding, pudding, and bring it right here.
3: Hi, I'm Philip. Hi, I'm Matt. First, we'll have a little chat. Then, put on our Now, oh, it's time for Let's next steps. And we are here today with representatives from the Tiny Funny Women Festival. It's festival, right? It's not officially fest, is it?
1: It is officially fest. It is it. If you go to the website and everything, it's it's fest.
3: Oh, well but then... But that's
1: short for festival, so... Al-
3: already not doing well, Philip. <laughs> uh, You're doing fine. i this is the first uh, episode uh, that I'm doing without Matthew. Matthew is sick, very sick, so he had to cancel at the last moment. The last time I tried to do an episode without Matt uh, was with the original time we tried doing Shiving Me Kittens, and it was literally unlistenable because I didn't know how to use the equipment. This hey. time... Hopefully we'll be better. So anyway, who who is here from Tiny Women Fest?
1: I'm Jill Bernard. I'm one of the actual founders of the Fest. I'm Amy Burge. I think I showed up to the very first Tiny
2: Funny Women Fest.
0: I'm Brianna Cecile, and this would be my third Tiny Funny Women Fest, I think.
3: And Amy and Bri, are you, do you have titles? Are you officially involved? Or are you just representative
0: uh we're on the we're, tiny funny tiny committee
2: yeah we're is, on the tiny committee we have a facebook group and everything so it's official
0: yeah it's it's our our organizational grouping this that's is, a good way to put this it is this our
2: second or third year
0: this is my third year helping out which i think it started the year i helped out yeah yeah Jill. <laughs>
2: i don't remember
1: we just do it
3: what is the fest for people that don't know
1: I can give you, let me give you the whole story. Yes. So in 1999, the actor Madeline Kahn died. She was a comedian and she died. She, she was such a strong role model for so many women in comedy that we just felt this outpouring of grief. And a friend of mine in Chicago, Kathleen Poles in Chicago, and a friend of ours, Susan in New York, We were talking on, it would have been yesand.com at that time, because this was pre-Facebook. This was 1999. People started talking, women started talking about how much Madeline Kahn had meant to them. As a result, we just started talking about women and comedy in general, and what we could do to come together and be even stronger and make more opportunities for women and share ideas with each other as a result in 2000, the Funny Women Festival in Chicago was founded. And then the next year, after I had attended their festival, I thought, well, we should do something locally. And at the time, I was teaching under the name Tiny Improv. And also, our festival was smaller. So we called it the Tiny Funny Women Fest, which is funny because then, after three years, the other festival went away now it's come back but there was a funny period where our festival had the diminutive of tiny but there was nothing that it was tiny in comparison to it's always confused people they don't know whether we mean the women are tiny that participate or the festival is tiny i always mean that the festival is not a very big festival it's just two days we have a sponsor huge theater that gives us their space thank you huge and over the course of the two days we have ensembles that meet and work with top Minneapolis directors this year it's going to be myself and then Lauren Anderson and also Taj Ruler women work with those directors on a new form that is showcased on Sunday night after they've worked together for two days then in the afternoons when the ensembles are having a break we have workshops um, for a couple of years, we've been having this format of ensembles in the morning and workshops in the afternoon. This year, Lady Friend, an amazing local group, is going to teach a workshop on how to have as much fun as they do when they improvise. <laughs> and then Fair Play Minnesota, a collective that's working to make improv more equitable for everyone, is going to do a workshop on specifically that. And people will have their choice as to whether they sign up for both of those workshops, one of those workshops, and those afternoon workshops are open to people of all genders. Then also there's a potluck and then a showcase on Sunday night. It's a great weekend. And it's it's not
3: exclusively for women. You've mentioned
1: no, not at all. The ensembles in the morning are for women, but everything else is open to people of all genders.
3: And have we figured out so twenty? I'm trying to do the math, but um, but I also am not remembering the specific dates that were given how many years are we at now
1: well it's funny because we didn't have it every year oh it started our first festival was in 2001 and some years we had a festival some years we did not and honestly we didn't keep any records some years we would just go to someone's house one year we went to the lake harriet Band Show. And just did improv in the Lake Harriet Band Show. We've done a bunch of different things over the years. So it would be hard to say. This particular format has been three years now that we've done it, I think. We've had some years. One year Susan Messing came up. One year we brought in um, some groups from New York and Boston. That was difficult because they got stuck here. It got so cold that weekend that they could not fly home. And they were just trapped here in Minnesota.
3: Oh, jeez. It sounds like so it sounds like sometimes it's more of a celebration or just kind of a gathering it seems like now it's kind of formalized into class it has the has the goals and kind of the whole gist of it evolved how, how has it changed from when it started
1: I think it's evolved as the number of women involved in improv has evolved I don't know if you'd say the same what would you say Amy I would say it's it's
2: changed as there's more women and it reflects what's happening with women in the Twin Cities. I mean, like last year, um, my group, The Pickup Artists, taught a workshop at the festival um, because we were, you know, we were new and we were going to teach what we knew. And we had a full workshop. Um, we, we did some stand-up stuff two years in a row um before that the I think the two years previous to that we did try to do some panels where people would talk about the issues because people wanted to talk about things but we kind of looked at what worked what didn't work and and I think what's nice about this festival is it does evolve I mean we've been doing kind of the same format but we're like let's try something new and we're not necessarily oh next year's going to look just like this but uh We're, you know, we're willing to change as things change.
3: So it's more of what we feel like doing now, kind of what we need now as opposed to an agenda. Yeah. Or a goal.
1: The goal has always been empowerment. And I think what is empowering is going to change. It used to just be empowering to have more than one Im- one woman on an improv team. That used to be a big deal. Like, wow, there's two women on this improv team. In 2001, that was a big deal. Nowadays, that's not the goal. The goal is much larger. The goal stays the same, but how you accomplish that goal is going to be different as the years pass.
0: I know a lot of comments about last year's festival. The breaks were actually the part that the people remembered the most and that they said built the most community. Like just sitting around at lunch and coloring together and having the chance to bond with the other women and that they might not have a chance to see throughout the rest of the year. I think that's
1: always been true. Yeah. The, it's the most important part is being together and feeling this sense of togetherness. Mm-hmm. It's always been the most important element of the festival.
2: I remember the first festival that I went to, which wasn't 2001, so it wasn't the very first. But we met at the library and we did we did improv at the library for a few hours. And I don't even know if it was scheduled to do a potluck at someone's house or if we, we kind of impromptu said we don't want to leave each other. And we ended up sitting in someone's living room and everyone went and got food and we did a potluck. Like it just sort of happened. I wasn't on the committee at the time, but it felt very organic. Like we need to hang out together because... We just got done playing and we don't want to leave.
1: (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) It is. Is that why we still do a potluck?
2: I don't know. Let's say it is.
1: That's the only (laughs) thing that stayed the same. I love that. We've always had a potluck. Aw.
3: Impromptu potluck seems like the happiest thing I can imagine.
1: Right? Like stone soup. Everyone (laughs) brings a little something.
3: What other, I guess, memories or things stick out from, from past years?
1: So, funny story,
0: I've never actually uh, taken any of the ensembles or workshops. I've only been involved as like, the volunteer coordinator and organizer for this, which I I really feel like that should change this year. I should sign up for something or do something. But what's always stood out to me and what I've taken away the last few years is the joy that people have when they come out from these workshops, from these ensembles, and there's so much hugging. Like That's a big part of it is all of the hugs and people that didn't even know each other in the morning and have now formed such a bond that literally an improv group has come out of being around each other and together and yeah Yeah. because that's where thank you
2: five yep thank you five came out of literally within a week we had our first meeting after the tiny funny women festival last year and we're still together
1: my favorite memory of last year is I, I had taught my ensemble a form I'd been working on called The Last Straw, and one of the women on my ensemble was Susan Cox, who's kind of a soft-spoken person, kind of a shy person who I don't think is on an improv group during the rest of the year, but she had the very last monologue of the festival and just nailed it. Just killed it. She came center stage and found her light and delivered really powerful work that was very cool, that was really super strong, and just made the whole festival feel like a buzz. It felt a buzz for me when Susan was there. And I was so glad to see her in that moment being so strong. It felt to me like exactly what the festival is for. Uh, We switched over to an ensemble format, which is a little different most improv festivals in the United States, a group applies, like our improv group applies to go to a festival. But in the ensemble format, individuals apply, and you're assigned to an ensemble, so the improv group forms at the festival itself. You don't have to already be on an improv team. And the reason we did that is because one of the main things women say is they have trouble getting onto improv teams. They struggle to find people to play with either because their schedules are strange or because they don't feel confident or for a myriad of reasons. So we developed a system where you just all you have to do is apply and you'll be on an ensemble. There's you're not going to get rejected. we'll We'll put everybody we put everybody on an ensemble and they work together with these three top directors and come out of the weekend with an improv piece. It's funny because you only have two days to work on it, so it's not going to be something exceedingly complicated, but I have been very impressed with what we've been able to do in that brief time, what we've been able to construct with these casts. It it turns out to be a really strong show. And I, I think you
0: make a good point that there are a lot of women that only come to this for their improv experience there are people that I only see at this festival every year that live in the cities in the Twin Cities but don't participate in other groups or don't come out to shows except for this festival. It brings us together. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it sounds like the festival is run in a very different way, specifically specifically doing this ensemble thing. And then it sounds like just being geared toward empowerment can create that uh, like that moment with Susan you're describing in a way that no other festival can achieve that are there other things that are done differently than a common fest that that help that kind of empowerment or inclusiveness
2: i'm trying to think
1: tell them about the coloring
2: pages (laughs) (laughs) so uh, last year coloring books were super popular Like, it was new, so I bought a bunch, and I knew I would never, I still haven't, they're still not all colored in, but so I brought all my markers and my coloring books and set them out, and people just spontaneously would sit down and start coloring.
0: We actually even had a guy come in, I don't even remember why he Uh, came in. So he had heard about huge theater from like a magazine or something, and was coming to see if we had an afternoon matinee show. That was why he originally oh, came right. in. Yep, he knew nothing about the festival, and it was him and his. And he was girlfriend it, she was, or, no? I
2: think they were just friends. She was from out of town,
0: but he was trying to find something in the cities to amuse her for the afternoon. And he just came in at four o'clock in the afternoon. We told him there's a show at eight, and he hung out and he colored yeah, and both chatted of them colored. and then they went and got dinner and came back to see the shows on Sunday night.
2: Just I don't even think I knew when he came in originally. Why he came in. And I'm just like, hey, come color. They were hoping we'd come color with us. You have nothing else to do. Come on. Well, everyone um, wasn't in the
0: the 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 workshops. The four of us just sat at a table and talked
1: for almost two hours. And you know, when the festival, that first festival in Chicago in the year 2000, I went and there was a room full of women. Who did, who, do, who did the same thing I did. I, was, I think it was 150 women that year. And I had never seen that many women improvisers in my entire life. And we circled up to do warm-ups. And we played Bunny Bunnies, the 1990s style Bunny Bunny, not the game played now. But we, we started playing Bunny Bunny. And to hear that game in exclusively women's voices blew my mind. Like the high-pitch... And then a funny thing happened last year at the improv festival because I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that, the pitch, the high-pitched Bunny Bunny from 1999. And this last year, the pitch wasn't as high because there were older women in the room. So instead of being a bunch of 20-year-old, Women in the room. There are women of all ages in the room. People from age 18 to age 70 were all in the room together, improvising together. And that feels like a way in which improv has grown. Women are finding a place for themselves in improv. And we want to work on that more. We want to make it possible that you can go have children come back and still do improv and not feel out of the loop. That you can take a year off to take care of an ailing parent and come back and find some way to do improv that doesn't take all night. <laughs> that you could do with the spare time that you have in between things. But the, the people in the room really blew me away last year. And the conversations that start. Something really magical happens when women improvise together. And over the years, I've gotten a lot of, a lot of can we swear on this podcast? Absolutely. I've gotten a lot of shit from men. Like mostly jokey. But they're like, why do you have to have a festival for all women? Uh, they talk in that voice. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, why do you have to have a festival for all women? And I will never apologize because something amazing happens when women are left alone to improvise together. Something really special happens, and it's not the things you would expect. It's not like all the scenes are about having your period or going to Macy's. Amazing things happen from across the spectrum. The kinds of scenes they choose to do, the kind of roles they step into are myriad and amazing, and I will never apologize for it. It's very special. Yeah, well, the, yeah, why do you need a festival? <laughs> Is that your next question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> why do you need a festival for all? Why do you need a festival for women?
3: I was going to say that no, the uh, the going to Macy's and period scenes are those are the scenes you get when it's all men doing women right
2: their Right, their exactly when they're when they're playing of what women
1: a by wave it looks like. and slumber parties yeah,
3: yeah. maybe men are just jealous because slumber parties are fun.
1: super fun. yeah. that's a way the festival could expand. Overnight at the theater? Not at the theater. That's Aww. illegal, but uh, we could get one. Anyway, <laughs> put, that on the, put that on the agenda. Put right. that on the agenda. Hold we'll on, talk about it on, on Thursday.
3: Could be an impromptu sleepover this year.
1: Yeah, unscheduled.
2: I like this plan. That, yeah. That's called getting snowed in. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Don't plan it.
3: Is there anything that you think could be taken from the festival and how it's organized or... Just ideas that have come up doing this that you'd like to implement year-round so that it isn't like an oasis. There's women only come to this.
0: And my immediate thought was that we have those questions on the wall. We put up big pieces of paper and let people ask or answer questions and write down their thoughts the entire weekend. And some of the things that people have said on there are, are so vulnerable and open. And I wish we could take that attitude towards the world year round. Because I know, like, I, I know some of the people that have written some of them, and they wouldn't have said
1: that anywhere but the festival. That's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought really? you were going to talk about Black and Funny. Oh, yeah. The Black and Funny Improv Festival was semi inspired by Tiny Funny Woman Fest. Because what we've shown is that two days is enough. It doesn't have to be a big deal. The festival is such a small deal, but it's so impactful. So many people come and have a really valuable experience. So if there's something you want to do, some special group of people you want to bring together, we will definitely teach you how to do that. And I've talked a lot with the organizers of the Black and Funny Improv Festival because it's not, it's not hard to do. You just take two days Here's how to make a Google form. <laughs> yep. Here's how to do it. Here's how to set up a PayPal account. And if there, so if there's any group of people who need a special weekend like this to come together, contact us and we'll tell you how to do it. Because every group of people, I think there should be a, a, a gay and lesbian, trans, queer, uh, gender non-conforming festival. That would be really easy and fun to do any kind of festival uh, a native american festival we could ha- there's 52 weekends a year let's fill them up
2: i think having a festival a celebration of i don't know the word that you use the you know whatever you know women or black and funny or or lgbtq we tried doing 2 years ago a group formed called lady haha ha, which was just going to be a monthly jam or an every other week jam and Once the organizer of that moved out of state, it sort of petered off because I think it's it's easy to do a weekend festival, a two day festival, but to try to maintain that momentum with all those people all year round is harder. So it's like, yeah, let's do this every week will never happen because people's lives are busy. I don't know if it's just women. I was going to say women's lives are busy because I think that's so, I think, so, lives I think are everyone's busy. life is busy.
3: Uh, is there anything that I, as a poor interviewer, are, am just, have Stop missed? Stop putting completely? yourself
2: down.
1: Well, thank you for asking. Our website is tinyfunnywomenfest.com. Uh, there's information and registration. Uh, Brianna had some stats, some stats. Do you want stats? Uh, yeah, we still have uh, we still have
0: room in our ensembles. Was the big one, so please do sign up. We are running low on space in our lady friend workshops. That's the one that seems to be the hit this year.
1: What kind of stats did you did you want? <laughs> no, those were the stats. Okay, I Okay, perfect. And the other thing I would say about the fair play workshop is so many men. Have asked me how they can be involved in this national conversation of how to make improv more safe and more equitable for women and for vulnerable people. They want to know how to be part of the conversation. Signing up for the Fair Play Workshop is how to be a part of that conversation because they've de- designed a really cool afternoon of exercises on how to recognize when a scene is questionable and, and how to feel comfortable speaking up, how to discuss boundaries with your teammates, even at a jam, how can we talk about what's making us uncomfortable and what kind of scenes we'd like to be a part of. That I, I, I think it's gonna be a really, really cool afternoon. Are you looking forward to
2: anything, Amy? Well, I can only go to one because I have to go to a swim meet. So I'm taking the lady friend workshop. Yeah. So that's my fault. Um, but I'm also I'm involved with Fair Play. I usually go to I go to as many of the meetings as I can. And I would totally recommend people go to the workshop because I think I know that there's some distrust about things that we don't know about. And I know that Fair Play seems very intimidating to some people. And what I've heard from people who show up to the meetings is, wow, this is so much different than I thought it was. And like you said, showing up and and being a part of it and being being part of the solution to what we're trying to trying to figure out to make this more equitable for everybody.
3: We're going to shift tone slightly to go to a section that I'm way more comfortable doing. (laughs) Which is a brand new segment we're going to try out for the first time called Phillip's Corner.
1: Phillip's Corner! Yay!
3: Uh, So this is what's going to happen in this. One at a time, I'll ask each of you a specific question. We'll make eye contact until I think of something. It won't be good, but you'll answer so well, it'll seem good retroactively. Retrospectively? That's not right. Retroactively?
2: Retrospectively, I think. Really? R- retroactively. Um, retroactively. I'm a math person. Retrospection. Words are are hard.
3: So we'll start over here. Jill. Why don't they make clothes for buildings?
1: They do make clothes for buildings. Are you unfamiliar with the work of the artist Christo?
3: I am completely on. Un- Christo Tell me.
1: is an artist who wraps buildings and has for many decades. We should all look up the work of Christo because he does. He he dresses buildings.
3: Does it look like clothes or is it just...
1: It looks like a wrap.
3: Decorative.
1: It's, de- it's a, a wrap? decorative wrap of a solid cloth? color. No, it's mostly plastic. It looks like a sarong.
3: Okay. And he does this to... Uh, all kinds of, of all things
1: kinds? buildings and landscapes and and bridges so many things mountains I think I think Christo wrapped a mountain what maybe are you googling Christo <coughs>
0: <laughs> no I wasn't but I can Very. did Christo wrap a mountain
3: <laughs> well, I feel like we need to wait for this answer
1: don't you think the listeners can can Google Leslie? <laughs> I I'm just yeah, well, unless no, they're driving. driving. What if they're driving? Like, first, first thing, thing that pops up is why did you Crystal wrap head.
0: things?
2: That's why you're tired. You're just holding a lot of information.
0: Uh so it, it's not a mountain, but it's it was a cliff-lined South Pacific ocean shore area. Mm. Seventeen thousand manpower hours over a period of four weeks and using fifteen professional mountain climbers. Wow. Wow. There you go.
1: There it is. Amy. (laughs) Yes. Wait, I have to take a picture.
0: Good picture, Jill.
3: Amy. What are you so good at that you could claim you're professional even though you you it's not your profession?
2: Rug hooking. What? Ooh. Yep. What is rug hooking? Rug hooking is um, where you take little pieces of yarn about <coughs> two inches long, inch and a half, two inches, and you hook it in a mesh. I have only made probably four in my entire life. And I had a Kermit the Frog rug hook that I started when I was 14. And I literally had six rows left. Um, And didn't complete it until I was pregnant and 35 years old. And I completed the last six rows and then made a pillow out of it. And the last project I did was about three years ago where I made a complete full rug. It's a Minecraft. You know the game Minecraft? Sure. So my son... Uh, Was playing Minecraft at the time and was obsessed with pigs and he wanted a butter helmet which means a golden helmet so I made a full-size rug hook of a Minecraft pig with a butter helmet and I had all the yarn either thrift store or donated or yeah I didn't pay money except for thrift store money for any of the yarn I used in it.
1: And you made the design yourself? Oh yeah, I designed That's not a commercially available. <laughs> no, uh, no, I designed it. Well, I, I found
2: a design online and then I drew it on the right. on the thing. I thought it would take me months, but apparently I'm very obsessed. So I got it done in a matter of 2 months.
3: Yeah, they had silver ones, but not butter. You can't not butter. Get it's
2: butter. They don't they didn't even have that. So the end so.
3: result is it's like shaggy? Yeah, is it's, like a, shag, it's, it's like a shag It's like a shag rug. Kind of thing?
2: It's it's sitting on the floor in my son's room. I I bought rubber s- backing that I painted on the back and so it doesn't slip. It's pretty impressive really. Brianna.
1: Yes, Philip. I wish the viewers could see the intense look. The oh. listeners rather could see the intense look that forms on Philip's face during the formulation of the Philip's corner question.
3: Ooh, formula. Create a formula for a perfect day let's go with day uh
0: my perfect day or a generic perfect day for anyone
3: I want like reduce it to variables like you need
0: ooh, you need
3: x amount of
0: all right so I think that the perfect day consists of one hour of whatever relaxes you in the morning to wake you up like exactly one hour if you do longer than that it becomes a lazy day But, like, the perfect day is one hour. Uh, For me, that's coffee and sometimes Netflix. And then something that is insanely productive right away in the morning for about four hours. A nice lunch with a friend. And then the afternoon is where you taper off. So that becomes, like, the work that doesn't take your brain power. And then two hours in the evening to relax again. That's my perfect day. There you go. There is a formula for a perfect day.
3: I'm into it. That's yeah. a great formula.
0: But it can't be more than an hour in the morning. That's the important part, I think. I can't believe you don't think a lazy day is perfect. Well, I I really like productivity. It's weird. If I have a day where I don't do anything and I just sit at home, that's part of why I cross-stitch. To be doing something even when you're not doing much. Yep. Because then I can feel like, I accomplished this today. I got the cat's face done. <laughs> because of course my cross stitches is of a cat of course i did a latch hook rug once of a cat nice do you still have it uh i think i lost it several moves ago i was working on it when i was 13
3: oh okay final question for Ooh. all all three of you Ooh, to answer yay. together you're having a craft slash yard sale <laughs> of your items what are the top sellers
1: I think the most popular craft I've ever made is I I made some Santa Claus toilet roll covers like, Ooh. you know when you have an extra roll on the back of your toilet tank, I made a cover that goes on it that looks like Santa Claus and it's hilarious. I, I'm big
2: into wood burning right now, so right now I just have a container that my has my son's design on it that's a hacky sack guy, but I once I made a a chest i bought a chest and then wood burned cthulhu on it and i sold that at convergence for a hundred dollars nice. so i'm a professional <laughs> wood burner yeah there will be more wood burning available because i bought i've been buying wood stuff
0: knitted soap koozies to keep your soap, soap warm. what is koozies like like you you know those like koozie thing uh, polar bear centrics has them oh, what do you call
1: those is, is that Kooz- to put like scraps in you're talking about like a can cozy,
0: yeah. But okay. but you get one of those for a bar of soap, but it's knitted and it has uh, rings of texture, so you can just rub it and it 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 froths the soap for you. So and you the would the soap's use, inside. The soap is inside. Why doesn't it get mildewy? Because you make it out of uh, cotton yarn, so it's very easily washed, and and just like once a month, you just take it out, take the soap out, and wash it, and Put it back in, and wow, I'm impressed.
3: I'm flabbergasted.
1: Why? We've I'm, never heard of such a yeah. thing. I made them. We've up. been living like animals. <laughs> I I made them up one
0: year. Like my mom was having a garage sale, and I just made like 50 of them and sold them for two bucks each. And I ran out by like 2 p.m. Wow. Well, that's because we all get those scraps of soap in our showers. Yeah, that's that right. We don't
2: want to throw away. So
0: that's where I had the idea because I only use soap from the Renaissance Festival and I was trying to like squish two bars together and I used one of these to do so.
2: I just bought one on Amazon, but I want one of yours (laughs) because I needed it for my scraps. soap. I can start making them and all the scraps. I'll start
0: making them again.
1: So you're going to let me know.
3: Okay. Fantastic. That has been (laughs) Phillip's Corner. Wow. Are you guys ready to do some? Do you have sound
1: effects of like... Thunderous applause. Oh, Um
3: No, we have to fully them right okay. now. So if you would mind doing it, and then I'll. <laughs> Woo!
2: Woo! Woo!
3: Thank you so much. Uh, are you ready to do
0: some improv? Yeah. 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 Next up, wow. <sighs> I never thought it would be so big.
1: Now, now, da, darling, don't, uh, don't, don't panic, but it's important that you don't look down. What do you mean? Well, most people on their first tightrope journey uh, panic when they look down. What? Don't, don't, don't look
0: no, down. No, no, I, I have to now. I have
1: to look. I have I to. I, I don't oh. think you should. All right, well, uh, it is a great distance, but the likelihood of you falling is slight. It's a slight no 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 don't 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 no. get upset. No. Don't no. flail your no. arms like no. that. Darling. No. No, no, no. No. no 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 no, no, Hey look up there, Phil. Uh
3: am I looking at the professional line no. or the, the amateur line?
2: The amateur line, the new girl. Oh. The new girl.
3: Shouldn't be waving arms no, around no,
0: no, like no, that. You mustn't you mustn't panic. I'm not I'm panicking. Just I'm just breathing, Effie. I'm just breathing, Effie.
2: I bet you ten bucks she jumps in the net. I'll take that bet. Two to one odds uh,
3: that she lands face down. I'm just in a betting mood. I'm
0: doing it.
1: I'm just, I'm doing it. Can Breathe I... calmly. Breathe calmly. I can walk. You're doing it. You're doing beautifully, darling.
0: Wow. This is like a dream come
2: true. Wait, she's not even falling. She's actually walking across the, the rope. Hey, lady. Look down again. Get what? freaked out. Ah! There we go. There we go. Aw, oh, dang it. You All right, I owe you 20.
3: I know it doesn't look like much now, but in the morning when you see how beautifully I've wrapped all of the trees in this forest, it, it'll be something.
0: What it, you mean they wrapped them all? Every single tree?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean we've got a another hour work of la, uh, hour of work left to do, but how gap, many
0: man I, hours is that? Well, between the five of us, we've
3: been at it for. Uh, about uh, six hours. I want to do another. Uh, I'm trying to do the math, but I'm also honey, forgetting what numbers I I said honey, earlier. Honey, so.
0: this is the best birthday present ever. Thank you. I cannot wait to see the sun reflect on all of these tinfoil wrapped trees. Yeah,
3: when the when the sun rises, it's gonna be like, you know that cliche where it's like the sunrise is like it's like a fire. It's like the the world's on fire. This
0: entire place is going to look ablaze. Yeah.
3: Well, I know you had that dream about the world burning, and I was just, just like, how can I make uh, that happen? Yeah, that was my... That,
0: that was my favorite dream ever. Everything just burned to the ground, starting with our farm.
3: Sweetie, uh, also... Also, at dawn, we're gonna turn on the fog machines so that... You know that other dream you had, where like the air was just toxic waste, and everyone was coughing, and it was so thick that no one could survive. We're gonna yeah. recreate that with, with fog machines.
1: Oh,
0: you're the sweetest. Oh, we, really we can need rebuild to- you.
1: We can rebuild you stronger than you were before. We will make you better. You may have any powers you want. We can give you powers. We have the science. Uh, can
0: can can I have the power to to you know be able to program a VCR? Absolutely. Yes. That that art has been lost,
2: All
1: and right. we can reinstate it in you. Good. All good. Right. Good. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, can can I have the power to? Uh, well, well. I suppose I I would like the power to talk to people. Is that a power you can instate in me? You
1: are talking yes. to people
0: right, right now. now. Oh, wow, you've already done that one. Yes, we have many advances in technology. Many powers. Many powers powers you have inside you already. Uh, Can you give me the power to be able to sense the best garage sale
1: deals in a five-mile radius? Yes, yes. (gasps) This power is simple. You have it inside you already. Already inside you. I do? Yes. Turn on your heart. Aim your heart light. Ain't my heart light? Yes. Do you feel it? Do you feel the savings
0: in your vicinity? I do. I do feel the savings. We need to go west. Are you done with the surgery yet? What? We, we, we don't should, want you don't want to fly what, what, or bend spoons. No, spoon no, or, no, I can sense garage sale deals. Why wanna, would I? Uh, why would I need to bend spoons? You, you don't want to read minds. You want to read minds? Like, it's about no,
1: popular and we, popular ones. You know, po- yes, I really don't yes, want to yeah.
0: know what people are thinking about Blinders. me. I feel like it would make me uncomfortable and make it hard to talk again. Mm, heat, heat vision. Oh God, no! Then the free, oven. Every time get, it was on, I couldn't bake cookies. I'd just be blinded. Free, freeze breath. Oh. No, have you ever tried to make out with a girl with one of those wintergreen mints? It just
1: doesn't go well. We have some that are our favorites to do. What? Yeah,
0: like like
1: being able to skate. Yeah, just Dr. If... Tennyson loves making people able to oh, skate on sliding air. sliding through. Slide, glide oh, in the no, sky. I don't, don't want to glide in the sky, but I'm if you can teach me how to ice no, skate, glide.
0: I'd take that. Girls like that, right? Yeah, well, just... You can skate just like regular Re- skate. Regular you just skate. want to learn regular skate. I just all want to learn time. to regular skate.
1: We could give you. we could yeah. give, you, we could give you that. We can give yeah, you I, that. I
0: get that, and I really would love to regular skate. Can yes. You imagine if I could I go told you. go to uh, to New York and skate
1: under that big tree? Since any garage sales near it. Yes,
0: my life would be complete.
3: So the CDs are as many as as you can carry for for ten dollars. Uh, the tapes are free.
1: Why well, you selling all your stuff, Mister?
3: Uh, well, I just I got to downsize, uh, moving into a small apartment, so I can't have a house full of stuff. You,
1: you lived here a long time, though. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, it's tough times.
2: Um, I don't. I don't even remember a time when you didn't live here. You always lived here. My whole life. Yeah, my whole life too.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, you, you kids have. This is gonna be. Shocking to you, but your life has hey, not been very long. Mister? Like, I know to you it's a whole life, but uh, to adults it's only, f- only like seven years. Mister? Yeah.
2: Where's Janice? Yeah, where's Miss Janice? Miss Janice, we, I liked her. She was nice. She used to make cookies and bring them up for us. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, she was nice. She was really...
1: Uh, so this it, is a lot of Kenny Loggins, Mr. Yeah. This is a lot of Kenny Loggins. <laughs>
3: Janice never let me listen to that.
1: She's sure, you like, don't want to keep these CDs?
2: <gasps> Look, it's Barry Manilow.
1: Who's that?
2: He's like in the '70s. Oh, he has really good harmonies. My mom says.
1: You sure you want to keep this Barry Manilow?
2: He wrote the songs.
3: Yeah, it's just all hard memories for me now. I,
2: Mister, Mister, Mister. Yeah. Where's Janice? Ah, <sighs> oh, cool! Oh, we should bring the microwave up to our tree fort. Can we have this microwave, Mister?
3: Uh, actually, you can. Uh, the <laughs> the studio apartment that I'm I'm moving into comes with its own like mini microwave wow. because the kitchen is so cool. small, and so this would've been too big anyway. Hey,
1: Mister, uh, can we have these soap that? cozies?
3: That was, uh, Janice made that herself.
1: Wow. Wow.
3: She knit that out of.
1: Wow, it's his and her soap cozies, but uh, only the his. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she took hers.
2: Yeah, there's only a his one. Yeah. Where's, where's Janice? Why didn't you shave today? Yeah, you Uh, don't look very good. You look
1: good.
3: I have, I have not been taking care of myself. uh, For the past.
1: Are you sure you don't want Tina Turner's greatest hits? (gasps) There's a lot of good hits on there.
3: I really shouldn't. Uh, what about
1: this cake?
3: A cake you found a cake CD? There's you a don't cake CD.
1: cake. Kids love cake. Yeah. We could take it, but are you sure you don't want Which, it?
3: Which is it fashion nugget or is it
1: uh No. It's the other one. <laughs> you know, it's here. Look, read it. I can't read that while you read it.
3: Oh, sure. Uh Oh, this is a good. This is a good Are you
2: crying? One. Why are you crying? Where Where's Miss Janice? Janice? She would give you hugs. She would, When I yeah. fell off my bike that one time, she gave me she a did. hug. Remember? Yeah, and she yeah. gave you back, teen.
3: Yeah, she was she really, was
2: really She was really, really nice. She'd make your tears go away.
3: Yeah, you'd, you'd think that. Um, yeah. This is going to blow, blow your minds because uh, you're just seven and you haven't had the world trod all over your heart yet, but um, people can choose to not love you anymore and then... They take their soap koozies, and most of the good CDs, and they just leave.
1: What? They she left leave. you? Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 So you have to go live in a studio apartment?
3: Yeah. She was the breadwinner, and I can't afford afford this at all. Wow.
0: wow. Damn right, I was the breadwinner. Get rid Janice. of your garage sale and get off my Ms. lawn, Janice. Hi kids. Hi. 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 We missed you. Are you taking some of his crap? Maybe. We're it's taking the, the microwave. CDs. Oh, isn't that we cute? You can take this cake CD. You took my cake CD? It was, you left, you, missed it. you missed it. Which one is it, though? Which CD is it? Which All cake? of the cake CDs were mine.
2: Oh, <gasps> Mister, you took Miss
0: Janice's cake CD?
3: It was just, it was just filed before logins. And and after, and after Dido, Barry
0: Manilow, after, right?
3: Yeah, I had a, my own system. It wasn't alphabetical. It was by oh. hair length of the artist at the time.
1: Now I know why she left you. You're right. Ah, uh, flight number fifty-seven to Boca Raton. Now boarding gate four A. Flight number forty-seven to Boca Raton. We're still looking for passenger Mahid. Passenger He, and Passenger Nelson, gate 4B.
3: You gonna board now, or?
0: Well, I mean, I kinda wanna. They
3: called your name again.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know how long they'll wait before they just fly to Boca Raton without you.
0: It's really an interesting experiment to find out, though. Tie
3: high stakes.
0: It
1: is.
3: You might get stuck here.
1: It's a risk. Flight 47 to Boca Raton. Still looking for passengers Rahit, he, and Nelson. This is a final call. Final call at gate 4B. Flight 47 to Boca Raton. They've been saying final call for the
0: last 45 minutes. I'm really impressed.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it loses something when when
0: you
3: keep overusing the word final. Right. You can hear the desperation really growing in your voice.
0: I have to admit, it's hard to leave this lounge, though. All the free drinks, these massaging chairs. I just, I don't know if I want to leave.
3: You think this lounge is better than Boca Raton?
1: It might be.
3: It could be. I mean, this have is Have you a, been there? No. Me either. No, who knows?
1: Hi, folks. Can I refresh your drinks? Oh, yeah. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Here's another thank another hot
0: towel for you. Ah, thank you. You see what I mean.
3: You got a point. I mean, why why give up the pleasure you know and right? experience for something that people tell you is better?
0: This lounge is open 24 hours a day. There's complimentary drinks, complimentary food. I'm getting a better vacation here.
1: Let me fluff your pillow. Oh, thank you. Flight 47 to Boca Raton. Doors closing. Doors closing on Flight 47 Ooh, to Boca Raton. One. Still looking for passengers. Nelson and he. Nelson and he, doors closing, flight 47 to Boca Raton. I guess we have a decision to make. I don't
3: buy it. I think she's bluffing. You wouldn't close the door and then ask for more passengers, I think.
0: This but, is the new final? This is the new final. This is the new final, final I warning? I want to find
3: out how many times these doors are going to be closing. Quite frank. Uh,
1: flight 47 to Boca Raton, currently taking off. We could still extend a ladder for passengers Nelson and G, depending on how fast the runners you are. Uh, flight 47 to Bogota is in the air, second for takeoff.
3: I'm not buying that bluff. No, no, I don't they think are so. This is their,
1: their new final desperate. warning.
3: That's right. I quite frankly, my feet are up on this other chair, and I'm perfectly comfortable. Oh, does
0: this mean you want a foot massage?
3: Oh, well, okay. you can't leave mid-foot
0: wow. massage. I'm gonna go just check and see if the door is actually closed.
1: You'll you'll be here in, when I get back, right?
3: Why would I ever leave?
1: Uh, hi, welcome to Gate Four BR. Are you trying to board to Boca yeah, Raton? Yeah, what's yeah. What's your uh? What's, what's your what's your Nelson. Last name? Nelson.
0: Last name's Nelson. Seriously,
1: you want to board to Boca Raton? Yeah, yeah. Did I make it? Did I make it? We've been calling your name for. For fifty I minutes, I know. I was, I was uh,
0: uh, stuck. The plane is the, the, halfway the, to Boca the,
1: Raton. right No, now.
0: no, the, the, it can't be. I it could, can't. Do you want the, me to
1: drive you to? I could drive you to Boca Raton in my could, own car. You would do that? Obviously, there's some reason that you ignored the fact that I've been calling your name for fifty minutes. Uh, yeah, this must be very important. What you're doing? I, I could drive you to Boca Raton myself, but uh, pending, of course, there's some really great reason why you ignored me calling you to go to Boca Raton. Yeah. Uh, Were you in the lounge? Were wh- you in the VIP lounge? Which, uh, d- n- you um, smell like rosemary and lemon. Damn it, the foot massage gave me away.
0: Have you ever had a really good foot massage? I
1: have, but it didn't stop me. If somebody's waiting on me, Oh God! I show I, up. I'm sorry, I didn't... I assumed something horrible had happened to you. I didn't mean to make you cry. I assumed something awful had happened to you. I'm not even this invested in my job, guy. I, I just, I, I assumed the miss, worst. Miss, miss,
2: you have to come back to the lounge. That 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 guy that you're with, I think he's having a heart
1: attack. Is it you passenger he? Is it passenger he? Is passenger he having a heart attack? Now that's a reason <laughs> yeah. to miss your call. Uh, I, yeah. I guess you could say I've been training elephants most of my. Most of my life, I used to help out my pappy, but I I, I, I still, oh, sh- sh- Sheila, now stay calm. Oh, Sheila gets excited no. by television crews. She likes showing off for the camera, don't you, Sheila? <laughs> such a flirt, such a camera flirt, Sheila. <laughs> watch this. Wait, now you think of an elephant as a heavy animal, watch what Sheila can do.
0: Mar- Mark, are we rolling on this? This is amazing. And look yeah. at her.
3: Yeah, do you want the elephant or D- the person? Well, I what? want both. Elephant or the person? I want
0: both. Can you, can you back up? Can you zoom out? Can you get both? And make sure to still get my face in there, too. I mean, this is this is
1: my news.
3: Okay, backing up, backing up, backing up. Now oh, Sheila. my
1: goodness. Sheila, do, do, them, do them your speciality. Do them your speciality, Sheila. Don't be shy. They got a camera on you. She is the most graceful thing I have ever she seen. She knows all the choreography from Beyonce's Lemonade. Watch this. She, uncanny, ain't it? Ain't it uncanny? She's amazing. How did she learn this? Put this marshmallow in your hand. Watch this. What? Put a marshmallow in Wait, your it, hand. Um, in hand. In my hand? Yeah, yeah. Oh, go, oh goodness. No, this is oh, going to be Sheila.
0: Sheila. Sheila.
1: Sheila. I'm scared. No, no. Stay calm. She don't like it if you're scared. Stay calm. Uh, you ever had a foot massage? No. You're gonna want to take off your shoes because if you've never had a trunk massage, your feet—now if it's trunk, at the end is as supple as as a baby. Mark, you're gonna need to take a close up on this.
3: Okay, close up, close up, close up, close this up. This feels
1: amazing. In. That's a girl, Sheila. All their muscles. Get out all that tension. Oh. I see now. This is—you're right. Ain't it great? Ain't it great? You're right. This is perfect. We don't do this as part of the act. To me, it's not a big scale—not big top scale. <laughs> you could make a fortune on this. Well, she can't do that many <coughs> per day because, of course, it dries her out a bit. I, you getting sleepy, Sheila? Uh, she's just gonna take a little nap right now. Wait, when he, she's done? That that was Well, it? just the one foot. Sorry, she, Wait, she gets no. real tired. Oh. She gets real tired.
3: Zooming out, zooming out, zooming out.
0: I suppose we should actually start the coverage about the circus itself.
1: You're welcome to. I gotta stay here, though, with Sheila, because if she... Sometimes she has bad dreams. Now there, now there, you good, Sheila. What does she dream about? What does an elephant dream about? Well... I don't know for sure, but from the sounds of what I've heard, it's probably about kidnapping or elephant napping. When she was very small, she was taken from her mama, Dumbo style, and she never let it go. It's still always on her mind. I mean, we were coming
0: here to talk about why the elephants were leaving the circus, but now I
1: I can't see that they'd ever want to let Sheila leave. Oh, she wants to leave. She's got to leave. It's not kind. It's not kind to have her here. Sure, she's got skills. She's all right, girl. And what about you? What will I do when Sheila's gone? Yeah. It's an interesting question. I don't really have any other marketable skills. Like I say, I've been working with elephants all my life. Plus circuses in general. It ain't the market it was when I started. I'll tell you what. You know what I'm going to do? What? Start an Etsy shop. Just a little Etsy shop. I don't know how much money you make with an Etsy shop, but I, I could do something. Uh, are you going to be making some of those soap koozies? I hear they're catching on. I was going to carve sticks into smaller sticks. People don't always have the right size stick, but what if you could have your stick custom carved into a smaller stick? Sounds like a genius plan. We still rolling, Mark?
3: Zooming in, zooming hmm. in, zooming in, zooming in.
0: I think we got our story.
3: Can you bring me another roll of toilet paper? Oh
2: my God, not again. Oh. I looked under the sink, they're gone there too. I told you to fill the bathroom upstairs because you always just put the toilet paper in the bathroom downstairs. Okay, but I
3: forgot and now... No. Now I'm stranded up here.
2: No, you can stay up there
3: for the, for the whole party. Tanya, Dad. there's nothing up here to da- wipe.
0: Dad, are you gonna make it? I'm blowing out the candles.
3: I'll be there in, in just a minute, Jenny.
2: Tanya, what? Just little help, little help. Fine. Okay. Can you? You lock the door. Uh, I can't. You always... Why do you lock the door? There's I don't no trust
3: one... you.
1: Quit... Happy uh,
2: birthday. You're missing. You're missing your daughter's birthday. Me,
3: look. Can you? Uh. Birthday,
2: I miss. Okay. I'm gonna just. We're missing the birthday no.
3: song. Could you look? I can't. I can't Fo- get up and unlock the door because my pants are on my waist and I would trip and I can't pull them up because I haven't wiped yet. Can you just maybe like... I'm
0: blowing out the
2: candles without we're
3: you, We're missing Dad. the ma- the magic moment. Could you like shove... like? I'm going to
2: shove it under the door. Yeah, like
3: you have to unroll it
2: and then put it flat I'm, and then... Look under the door. Don't tell me what to do. I've already done that. Look under the door.
3: Okay, but I can't... I still can't reach it. So you got to wow. keep doing that until it, it reaches the, the toilet.
2: I'll be down in a second, Jenny.
3: Jenny, uh, I'll be there in a moment.
2: Can you reach it now?
3: Almost. I don't want to. Hold on. It's on the floor Hold... near me, but I can't bend over because I'm too gassy. That's why I'm stuck oh my... in this predicament. I feel like it would hurt to lean over to touch the floor to pick it up. Can you, like, wiggle it? Can you, like, do that, like, like you're dusting out a rug where you like whip it and it makes a ripple and then it like makes the end fly up into my hand could open the presents now jenny we'll be there in a minute
2: sorry jenny dad's got issues i told you to go to the doctor
3: you also told me to refill the toilet paper i'm not a good listener or apparently a
2: planner. wow we'll pop it
3: Did she opened my gift
2: she was playing with
1: it in the store So, Jenny, you tell me your parents both missed your sixth birthday party, even though they were in the same building as you? That was
0: the first time they missed
1: it. There were other times, Jenny?
0: Other times. Every time, almost. I only remember one birthday party that they were actually there, and that was because I spent it in the tub.
1: In the bathtub?
0: In the bathtub.
1: And your family was there? Yes. How old were you at that time?
0: Twelve. It's a very awkward place to have a birthday party on a 12-year-old.
1: I would imagine.
0: Were there other guests, Jenny? Only two. People had stopped coming to my parties at that point. Indeed.
1: Unsupervised children's parties are not very popular, are they?
0: No. We got into too much mischief. And that's actually why I decided to write this book. How to Be Your Own Best Birthday Friend.
1: Would you mind reading a passage?
0: Oh, yes. I'll read you my favorite one. Here it is. Halfway down the page, third chapter, this was the day that I realized I could talk to myself. I could talk to myself, and I could tell myself all of the reasons that I was happy being me. And once I was happy being me, I no longer needed my parents to make me happy. And then I became my best birthday friend. Now, this is your second book.
1: Yes. Your first, the graphic novel, was very popular. It
0: was. Unfortunately, my artist was, uh... Well, my artist didn't want to return for a second one after my father found out about it. He didn't like his depictions. In the bathroom, of course.
3: Jenny, who drew this drawing of me? I look like Ziggy. It
0: it was just Zach. It was just Zach.
3: It barely resembles my human form. I look... I look like a vague you, sketch of a you,
0: human. Dad, and... You look fine. Dad, you look you, fine. You look great. Tell her she
2: did, g- she wrote a graphic novel, honey.
0: Not just a graphic novel, a best selling graphic novel. Show her some support. It doesn't even look like me. If I committed a
3: crime, they couldn't even use this drawing as a sketch depiction of, of me to catch me.
0: Dad, I don't want to have this conversation while you're behind the bathroom door.
3: Can you have me a towel?
0: <sighs> I'm so glad we put the doggy door in. Can you reach it?
3: I'm still
2: in the the shower.
0: I'm shaking it. Jenny, hold the door open. No, I'm moving out. I'm writing another book and I'm moving out. What? I got emancipated. But you're 15. Yes, that's why I had to get emancipated. Fine. Take
2: the towel and get out here and tell your daughter how happy you are for her emancipation. (sighs) I'm happy for you, honey. I hope this is everything you've ever wanted. All I wanted was my dad. I'm sorry he can't listen or be supportive. I only have enough energy to support
0: him. I know. I don't blame you, Mom. I'm, I know. I, thank you. Thank you for understanding. He's always been the more needier of the two of us. He is.
2: He is. Honey, can you reach the towel?
3: I haven't gotten my back yet.
2: Okay. Keep washing. I can't
3: reach it myself. I need I need help.
2: Jenny, Jenny, did you some cozies for the soap. All right, I'm going to try
0: squeezing through the doggy door again. Good luck, Mom. Thanks. I won't be here when you get out. I know. I love you. I love you, too. I'd hug you, but it would
2: seem so intimate, and it doesn't seem appropriate for this moment. No.
0: No, it doesn't. I thought I was signing a permission slip. Now I realize I should have read the fine print. You never have. I never have. I've just
2: been taking care of your father. Okay, honey, I'm coming in. Can you reach it
1: now? I can, I just don't want to. <laughs> so we have two styles of studio apartments. Uh, bedroom with bath and then just bath. Oh. Would you like to take a look at the, the, the studio apartment with just bath or the bedroom and bath? They're the same size, so it's just a giant Indeed. bath. Yeah, it's really giant. Oh. Here, let me just show you this. I, I got a unit right here you can see. As you can see, it's very spacious. Yeah. Just hey, the bathroom. Hey, hey, you have to tell people before you show my apartment. Uh, Ruthie, I Let's just get... need to show it real quick. This gentleman wanted to see one of the bath only units, and yours is the nicest. Yeah, this is This, this is, is Ruthie. Beautiful. Hi. Hi. Are you moving in?
3: Yeah, I messed things up with my family real oh, bad. Had yeah. to sell all my things and now move into.
2: You can see a Ruthie's made apartment. good use of the space, though. She's got a little, uh, little bed in the top. I just put the mattress in the tub when it doesn't have water in it, or I put the mattress on top of the water, cause then it's like a water bed. So I don't need to have an actual bed. <laughs> pretty clever. Next thing, it is. That's brilliant. Oh wait, look here. I can. I got my closet is in the ceiling, so all I have to do is is
1: unlatch this and I pull it
2: down. There's my whole closet. Yeah,
1: as you can see, she's labeled various ceiling tiles with what's behind them. Oh, Makes yeah. it real easy.
2: I just pull them down, pull them down depending on what I want to wear.
3: Cleaning? It must be a breeze. No vacuuming. No dusting.
1: Well, here's a secret. If you these sprinklers work, if you light a match in here, the apartment cleans itself. Yeah, completely. And no one,
2: everyone already knows that because when the fire alarms go off, no one leaves. No one leaves. Everyone just stays. They know.
0: Because that means it's cleaning day. Take out the mop. Uh, kids, aren't you a little young to be into Barry Manilow?
1: Oh Um, no! You know we got we got these at a garage sale. It's it's for all ages. He writes the songs that make the whole world sing. He writes writes the songs of
0: love and special things. I don't think that's what he was intending. He writes the songs that make the young girls cry or the guys cry, like (laughs) Mister Janice's husband. Yeah. Really, though, where did you get all of these? There's so much Barry Manilow. Yeah. Yeah, the neighbor didn't want him anymore
2: because he's moving into a studio apartment because he pissed off what, Miss Janice.
0: What do you mean? I don't know. What oh, you, Mandy, you came and you gave without taking No, no, please stop. I don't know if I can take t- t- it. Oh, I can't handle this. You're too young for Barry Manilow. I can't handle this. Barry Manilow's for all, ages. for all ages. I wasn't ready for this part of our lives. You're not ready to talk to us about Barry Manilow? No. No, there's a very specific day that we talk about Barry Manilow, and it's not here yet. I didn't think it was here yet. It's
1: here now, Mom. No. It is. You can talk to us about Barry Manilow, you're an adult we trust. Yeah. Well, kids, Barry Manilow
0: has all the answers. <gasps> I knew it.
3: Soon arriving in Boca Raton, airplane is. Uh, I can see it in the distance. Uh, it'll be here soon. Uh, hope somebody's here to pick up. Pick up last name Smith, and last name Smoth.
1: I I'm here to pick up Smoth. Janika Schmott. Are are you sure? I thought I was here to pick up Janika Schmott. I'm picking up Janika.
0: Oh. Oh, Well,
1: let me look at the order. Let me look at the order. Oh, you're right. I'm picking up Jessica Smith.
0: Oh, we both had some JSs today.
1: I don't have my glasses. These aren't my right glasses. What are the odds that we're both going to have a JS initial to pick up? How come I've never... You're the most fun... Other limo driver I've ever met, and I never met you before Aww. today. Oh, thank you. You work, this, you work this route often? Well, not too often. I'm filling in for my brother. You know, uh, the unaccompanied minor biz is pretty great down here. It is. No grandparents want to come get their kids. So None if at your brother all. has an extra limo, you should get in on it. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking I should invest in this. You get free chocolates here. What? Yeah, they're extra. Free chocolates from limo I don't know drivers if they're supposed or, to be free, but they're unattended. Is this one of those like extras from the VIP lounge that have been sitting in there too long? Yeah, yeah. they put everything right. in the VIP lounge that's extra, they put out here in this hallway right here by the potted plant. Huh. There's the extra chocolates, as you see, there's extra foot oil.
0: Extra um. foot oil? Yeah. What do they do in those VIP lounges?
1: Up. Oh, you never heard? never looked inside? Well, no. I, I, I get a little nervous going inside. Okay, well, yeah. If you go up to this glass, you can see between the Venetian blinds, but don't let them see you peeking. It's creepy.
0: Yeah, it is a little creepy. Have a peek. I mean, we're limo drivers, so we're a little creepy to begin right. with. But you don't Plus, want to see more. That's m- clearly
1: a brother's suit. Well, you don't yeah, have your own suit. I don't have my own suit yet. Um, excuse me. What are you? You can't look in here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mamma. I, I, I'm so sorry. We we're looking for our passengers. Yeah. You seen Jessica Smith or Janika Smut? 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 Oh. No. No. I'm so sorry.
0: Why are you looking in the lounge?
2: What? Do you have why, tickets? Why? To...
0: No, we're, we're waiting for our passengers. I, I made the mistake of only making a sign that said JS. I assumed it would work.
3: First call. First call. Plane from St. Louis is landing in Boca Raton. First call. Just for, a first they call, do a lot first warning, calls. everybody.
1: They, the warn plane... you. they warn you a lot because people get real startled. Here. Everyone here is elderly, so they get yeah. really startled when the plane lands. Well, does that mean that it just took off, or does that mean that it's no. coming in for landing?
2: It's, it's coming in for it's landing, but it's in. not going to be here for uh, like another 10, 15 minutes. So it's circling
1: minutes. right now. Well, he lets you know when he can see it. All right, all right. It's a good service. His name's Edwin. You hey. know him?
2: Yeah. Hey, do you guys want to come in here?
0: Into what? the VIP lounge? We could, we could come in?
2: No, but I'm going to let you.
0: <gasps> well, yeah. Come on. We're going to find out what the foot oil is for. What? Wow. Those doors Welcome are like to the VIP lounge.
3: Mimosa, mimosa.
0: Wow. Oh, I, I don't know if we should have mimosa.
2: No, have a mimosa. Have a mimosa. Sit down. This is
0: so surreal. Sit sit in that chair. Oh, it's so cushy. Mm-hmm. So cushy. It's so cushy. It is vibrating.
1: Oh wow, the chocolate's just so fresh in here. Yeah, they you are. can really tell. Is that an elephant? A baby elephant? Oh my Hello. god. Woo place is incredible.
2: That's Rosita. She was born here. Wow. Her mom left and just never came back for her. Never came back. You've never been in the VIP lounge?
1: Never in my life. Wow. Can't I? say I that an anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I never fly anyway. I just pick people up when they fly. What call are we on? We better be ready when that flight comes in.
2: You got another five minutes or so. Well, I
1: think it just said first call. That means like ten, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Plane has uh, landed and uh, approaching the gate. Uh, early right. warning! Early
2: warning! You got another five wait. minutes. It's still got to... wait. If these go-
1: are on a company minor, shouldn't we be up there when they get off the plane? Got to be up there. But I'm so comfortable. Pussy you uh. can't have just one foot rubbed. No, like no, you gotta rubbed.
0: you gotta have both. We, we should be backwards all day. They'll be fine if
2: we wait and get the other one rubbed. Did you want uh, mint or rosemary oil on your feet? Rosemary. One of, each. one of each. Welcome to the VIP lounge. Once yeah, kids come in, will be fine. You never go
1: out. We can never go out. What? Did you just say we can never go out once we come in? I was so relaxed from the foot rub I didn't even hear that. I think she
0: just said. What? I said you wouldn't
2: want to <laughs> go out.
0: We gotta go <laughs> That's that. true, but we we don't want to go, but we gotta go. I'll go. You'll lose track of time. Plane has
3: uh, docked at the gate, and we're extending the accordion walkway right now, just to early warning for everyone.
0: Yeah, we should really get going. We should, going. We, should so
1: we should go.
3: Now officially debarking from the from the St. Louis flight to here Boca Raton. Uh, looking for uh for drivers for two passengers, uh, Smith and Uh, uh They're
0: crying. This is heaven.
3: <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you so much to these representatives from Tiny Funny Woman Fest. Don't say festival. Thank you to...
0: Jill
1: Bernard. Amy Burge. Brianna Cecile.
3: The dates. Let's put out all the important numbers and dates.
1: It's January 7th and 8th. And it's always the first weekend of January. First. So if you can't come this the first full weekend of yes. January, mm-hmm. you can come next year if you'd like. The hashtag is TFWF2017. And we're on the web at tinyfunnywomanfest.com.
0: And please come check out the Ensemble Showcases on January 8th. It's a Sunday night starting at 8 o'clock. Come see and support all of the awesome funny women in the community.
1: Tickets are pay what you will at the door. And come to the potluck.
3: (laughs) And the impromptu sleepover.
1: Yay! Yay!
3: The next local music scene show is January 30th. The musical guest is Jeffrey Brown. Bree, tell me what Jeffrey Brown's musical is like.
0: He is a wonderful, hilarious, and charming performer who I have not actually heard his solo stuff, but every group he's been in I have enjoyed immensely.
3: So that's at Bryant Lake Bowl on January 30th. Matt he would probably right now say, I'm not really doing anything.
0: In January, you can see me at Huge Theatre on Wednesdays with a group called Colossal Park, and Fridays in Throwback Night. Uh,
2: I have a Pizza Prov coming up on January 21st. I don't know who's performing at it yet. And that's at Broadway Pizza in Northeast Minneapolis at 6.30.
1: I am at Huge Theatre every Monday night for Show X at 8 o'clock, $7. And you can also see me at Comedy Sports Twin Cities, which is inside Calhoun Square at the corner of Lake and Hennepin. You can sometimes see Phil up there too. We have a matinee on January 1st that I welcome you to come to because it's <laughs> early in the day you can bring your family but if you don't have New Year's Eve plans I'll be at the New Year's Eve shows at Comedy Sports at eight o'clock there's Comedy Sports and also CSE Theater is hosting a NC-17 show on New Year's uh, at 10:30. so that'll be fun
3: Uh, You can get a hold of us. Uh, Send us an email at nextatbatpodcast at gmail.com. You can like us on facebook.com slash nextatbat. And check us another amazing podcast out on noisepicnic.com. Also, like and subscribe on iTunes. You can write a review there. And check us out next week when we'll have another amazing guest. Until then, as always,
0: keep your soap together.